I'm Brittany Hardin-Tangway, a manager with KPMG, and I am fascinated by the practice of transfer pricing and its impact on the global market. Join me each episode as I explore the transfer pricing world with specialists who will explain the ins and outs of this niche practice where tax meets economics. So today we're here to talk about ESG, three letters with big meanings and what that means for transfer pricing and how that ties into everything that we do. I have with me today Anjit Bajwa, a transfer pricing principal and the national tax lead for the chemicals industry. Hi, everyone. I'm so happy to have you here, as well as Jesse Coleman, a principal with Washington National Tax, who previously worked with the World Bank. Hi, Brittany. Thrilled to be here. Thank you both for talking with me today. It seems to be everywhere, ESG. So let's talk a little bit about what it is and why it matters to tax and transfer pricing specifically. So Jesse, would you define ESG for us and help us better understand what it is? Sure. So first let's take the acronyms. E, environmental, S, social, and G for governance. But high level, ESG is really just a framework to integrate environmental, social, and governance risks and opportunities into a firm's strategy to build long-term financial sustainability and value creation. I think that was a mouthful, Brittany. Let's break each of those down and talk about how they tie to tax and what that means. I think the best way to go about it is to give some examples. And specifically, let's relate ESG first to tax, and then we can get into transfer pricing. Perfect. I find some people don't even think ESG even relates to tax, but it really does in a lot of ways. So with the E environmental, the way I think it relates most to tax is how we see governments incentivize companies to make sure that companies behave in a certain environmentally friendly way. So in the U.S., we see credits and incentives. Specifically, we saw it in the Build Back Better proposals to encourage companies to behave in a good environmentally friendly way. So that would be the E. Then if we move on to the S, so the social component, this is really where you hear our companies paying their fair share of taxes. But I think really what they mean is to understand jurisdiction by jurisdiction, how much tax is a company paying? And then finally, if we go to the G, that's really a transparency aspect. So are companies transparent in how they think about tax and how they interact with the taxing authority? Publishing reports. So maybe they're using the GRI or Global Reporting Initiative standards to publish reports about tax transparency or something like the B team. This sounds familiar. Tax transparency has come up before a few times on this podcast, in particular in the country by country episodes where we discuss public country by country reporting. So I think we should dig into a bunch of those things. Anjit, will you give us a little bit of a brief background and how we got here and what makes ESG different from some other sorts of environmental responsibility things we've seen in the past? ESG is actually not a new concept. If you go back in time, since about 2017, lots of companies have already been thinking about ESG more as a corporate social responsibility. Remember, that was a voluntary effort on the part of companies to determine what their commitments were to the society, to the broader stakeholders. Over the past five years, and especially since COVID, it has become a business imperative for companies to define 
what their contributions, what their goals, what their execution strategy would be from an ESG standpoint. Now, it is important to note that as we think about ESG, five years ago, we looked at profits equaled shareholder value. If you follow the conversation today that we see in the, in the popular press, as well as among the corporations, the investors, what you hear is the goals today are profits equals long-term shareholder value. And that long-term is truly important because ESG, the way it is viewed by everybody, all stakeholders, first, the stakeholders are no longer shareholders. Stakeholders are the employees, they are the customers, they are companies you procured from, they are society at large. The way companies are looking at ESG is in two ways. First and foremost, it is a much broader perspective in terms of who cares about some of the actions companies undertake. And second, it is a longer term concept. So it's a broader concept and it's a longer term concept. And that is truly important as our listeners try to put their arms around what ESG is. I'm glad you said that over time. I think businesses haven't necessarily changed, but the world in which they exist has. The primary concern was with shareholders, but we've expanded to stakeholders. And we all have a stake in how companies operate from an environmental perspective, from a social perspective, and then obviously the governance keys into that it's so huge and it even ties back to some of the other elements that we've talked about in previous episodes of this podcast and also in Destination Country X and other KPMG Tax Radio Network podcasts where we are looking more at transparency and we're expecting more and more from companies as members of the larger society in which we exist. So more specifically, why should tax professionals care about ESG other than just this is a phenomenon that's happening? I know we've kind of alluded to it, but I'd like to get a little bit more specific into what the impact on tax is. Absolutely. So, so let me give you a few reasons why tax professionals should care about it. First and foremost, ESG is now in the operating model of companies. And what that really means is that a lot of companies are having to define how are they going to meet their commitments that they have made to the stakeholders. In most cases, it means that they are going through business transformation. Business transformation could mean a small amount of change or a very significant change in the way they operate. The moment we have a change, it creates potential tax implications. Today, most companies are global in nature. So they have to worry about in the US tax considerations, non-US tax considerations. Another reason is lots of jurisdictions around the have come up with changing regulations in their own specific countries that's impacting how companies are going to run their businesses. So credits, incentives, directly have an impact from a tax standpoint. The changing regulation also has an impact on how the companies conduct business. There is a reporting aspect that, as Jesse said earlier, is also very critical. Businesses care about data because they want to measure their performance. Broader stakeholders care about the company's actions because they want to see visibility. And the tax authorities care about how the companies are doing because from a transparency angle. Tax 
transparency is a reality and the tax departments have to go deal with. Last but not the least, as companies are transforming themselves to meet their commitments towards ESG, there are potentially new value drivers getting created within the organization. And all of these have an impact on a company's tax and transfer pricing structures. So as companies move forward, it's important for the tax professionals to look at the changes their businesses are going through to make sure that their tax structures, their transfer pricing structures stay aligned because potentially the legacy structures are not capturing some of the significant changes. You said my favorite word on G. You talked about value. <laughs> and let's face it, that's what transfer pricing is all about. And I love taking that value boat down the company's operational river because that's where we, as transfer pricing professionals, have to understand where the value is being created is where the functions, the assets, the risks that are so imperative to determining proper transfer pricing are assessed and determined. So I guess that's why ESG matters to transfer pricing, right? Absolutely. We as transfer pricing professionals need to be aware of where value is created. And ESG in so many companies and so many industries is creating that value. A sustainable business will be a successful business and the economics has to support it. So I think, Anjit, as you were saying earlier, companies are still looking at revenues and costs like that's never going to change. But the way the value is created has changed or is transforming. Absolutely. As companies think about their execution strategy to meet their commitments, is the strategy they have in place the right strategy? Companies have to fine-tune that. It is a very iterative process. And as Jesse said earlier, companies have to do a little bit of experimentation. It's a little bit about which strategy will give them the end result. And as a result, it is truly important that the companies, tax professionals understand who within the organization is driving these decisions. Where are these individuals located? What is the nature of investments being made? What is the level of change that the companies are going through? In many ways, this is a very cross-functional effort that is being undertaken. So from a jurisdictional standpoint, these are exciting times for tax professionals, for transfer pricing professionals, as companies transform themselves, the changing landscape from a business standpoint, the changing landscape from a regulatory standpoint towards something a higher purpose for most companies, tax professionals can play a very critical role in thinking through the risk aspects as well as the value aspects of these changes for companies. And I think, Anji, you mentioned too that companies are thinking this in an iterative way. I think it's also really important for transfer pricing practitioners and for tax departments to stay aligned with those iterations. You said it best. Who are the people who are making these decisions? What are their decisions? How are they iterating? What are the potential business changes? Just because I think this is very fast moving and it's not that the companies are taking it in one direction, they could be taking it in many directions. So I think that for transfer pricing, we need to understand how to pivot. If the functions, assets and risks are changing, we need to understand that and, and understand that pretty quickly. So with that, thank you both 
Anjit and Jesse so much for all of your insight and for helping us take this journey through what ESG is and why it matters. Still seems like we've got a long way to go and we may be in the eye of the storm, but I think there's a lot to take away here and I look forward to revisiting a lot of these concepts as we continue on this journey. Absolutely. Thrilled to be here and exciting to kind of ride the train of the ESG journey because we're definitely far from done. Absolutely. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Jesse. Thanks for joining me on this adventure in transfer pricing. See you next time.